Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hackett. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And so today we had Carrie come back, and so we're going to be talking about some new fun things. We kind of alluded to it on the last episode, but first, for those who didn't remember or just as a refresher, lives in Spanish Fork, was born in Salt Lake, has three teenagers, two boys and a girl, 17, 16, and 14, and I have a child who is 17, so I know at least that much. I think it's super fun. Um, and that you're a caregiver and that you got a job at the Utah County Accessors Office as a field assessment technician? Yes. Okay, I'm sure I slaughtered that. That's fine. No, that was good. All right. And, and then, of course, you've been on a lot of the different adventures with Mountain Mamas coming along and trying things out. And then you mentioned that you have done snowboarding about at least 250 times. And so you're still like learning and playing with snowboarding, <laughs> which is so, that's amazing. Because I consider myself a snowboarder, but I've been like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably the same level. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you said you snowboarded back in the day. Back right? in the day before the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I still snowboard, but I am not nearly as good as I used to be. You and all of us, oh my word. <laughs> I feel like when you think about your 20s, those are those beautiful, for all of you women in your 20s, you just love it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A few decades later, you're like, I remember when my body could do things like yes. that. <laughs> and again, without, without peeing, like every time I go off a jump now. <laughs> I feel like uh, that's the bane of all sports. <laughs> I could do that without peeing my pants before. <laughs> that was like the biggest thing. Now I have to pee my pants for everything. <laughs> I know. If I can jump rope and I don't pee my pants, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I kind of have to get to the point where I can't. I have had to work at doing that. A fitness instructor would be a little embarrassing if every time. So Yes, Debbie's a fitness instructor. And I think, yeah, you don't have to wear a pad. I, I should wear pads, I think, at all exercise activities. <laughs> You just never know. You just never know when someone might say something hilarious and you'll laugh too hard. <laughs> yes. Or they'll, oh, or they'll be like, all right, we're doing jumping jacks. Like, we, oh. love, we love you, children. We love you. We love, we you. love you. We love you. <laughs> and all the things you do, we just tolerate. But we love you. All the things that you do to our body, I guess I should clarify. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, um, so you were going to tell us, though story about how you met your husband yes and, and this is an epic story I'm just saying like on the scale of husband stories like this is a good one I mean okay. it's all right whatever I don't want to <laughs> like, work it up <laughs> no I think it's really cool so I guess we'll probably start with um, even though we alluded to it last week I think we'll kind of talk about just you going over to where how did you meet your yeah the location that you met your husband's kind of wild so how did you get to that location and then okay yeah okay so I graduated from BYU Brigham Young University Mm -hmm. in Utah and um I graduated in recreation management and youth leadership 
which I have not done anything with that. But. I, was, I was like, what does that degree entail? That, like like having fun all the time. I feel like it's the coolest degree. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I graduated with that. And, um, and I had a roommate who wanted to work and live outside of the country, like really live instead of just being a tourist. And I also wanted to do that. And so she found a program with the Navy MWR. It's the Morale, Welfare, and Recreation. And it's just cool. I didn't even know they had that. I know. <laughs> Which is so cool for yeah. some of our like keep listeners who can still take advantage of that. Do you think they still keep have them that program? Same. They do, yes. <gasps> yes. Yeah, it's, it's to keep the the um, people in the military sane, you know. <laughs> So all you them fun things yeah, to do. undergrads or rec gals or whatever. Yeah, awesome. Uh-huh. Um, so it was it was a little internship thing and um <laughs> sorry, I do this, I laugh I laugh before I'm like while I'm thinking <laughs> of things. <laughs> My husband <laughs> I don't know if it annoys him. He says it's cute, but <laughs> Okay, but anyway, so you, you so you've you're going to do this internship, and the internship was going to take you. So we could choose. We we put our top places that we wanted to go: Greece, Italy, Spain, the UK, and I know this isn't out of the country, but I think Hawaii was our our no Antarctica. What? Yes, I love this. It's like Mediterranean or or yeah, yeah. I think that was our fifth one because we didn't want to freeze, but but we heard cool things. Um, so I was in recreation management and she was in, uh, food services. And the only place that they needed someone in food services was in a place called Bahrain. So they sent us a, a letter saying, like, cause we wanted to be together. And, um, they sent us the letter <laughs> and this was back in the days of AOL and I didn't have the internet. This was in 2002. And so I went to my neighbor's house. AOL America. What does um, that stand? America Online. Online. Yeah. America Online. Yeah. The emails. Yeah. Whatever was the email thing. And they do that. Back, in the, <laughs> back <laughs> in the day. You've got mail. You've got mail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but like, so anyway, I, w- I like typed up looking for a map of Bahrain where, or a map of the, the world to see where in the world it was. And I don't know if you'll remember the, like, it would do, like, a line, a little thin line would come up, and then the next line would come up, and it was, like, so slow. Oh, like, as it's loading a picture. Yes, because yes. it was loading, and it took forever, and I was just, like, dying, like, where is this place? And, and um, it finally came up, and it is in the Middle East, in the Persian Gulf. About 15 miles, it's a little tiny island in the Persian Gulf, uh, about 15 miles from Saudi Arabia. And in 2002, we were kind of gearing up for the Iraq War. I was like, I remember there's been wars there around that time. Yes, yes. So, I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then my roommate backed out. What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, she just she didn't feel good about it. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm going alone. Um, 
So, yeah. So, you're, you're like, your degree is the reason that I'm going Yes. <laughs> Darn food services. I could have been in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so why did you, like, stick it out? Like, that's a lot of courage just to mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to go. I really, I really wanted to do it. Yeah. I, I, I guess I've always been kind of adventurous. So, yeah. All right. So you get out that's to Bahrain amazing. and then. Yes. And I, I got to tell you, my dad, he wasn't worried about, like, the war and stuff that was probably going on there. Um, he was worried about the guys because there's like, there's about five, the odds there are 5,000 to one. There's like 5,000 guys on the military base. Oh, to one woman? To one woman. And, um, and then when the carriers would come in, it was like 10,000 to one. Like the aircraft carriers? (laughs) Yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Now maybe it wasn't that that bad. There were more women, but usually they were married to their uh, to people that worked mm-hmm. in the navy. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy, but um, yeah, I can understand that. Like concerned about single daughter going out and yeah, all of that. Like yeah, and I I did get some um, the girl that was doing the job before me. She actually emailed me and said, "Bring a fake." Wedding ring, and oh, that yeah. will help. Actually, though, I have to learn that wearing wedding rings, traveling, only keeps the nice guys away. The oh, that's guys true. Don't that care. is so true. But that's also <laughs> a really quick litmus test, and you're like, all right, well. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and for them, that's when you, like, have drinks to throw in their face, or whatever. That's when <laughs> that's you bring out the maze. Bear maze. Bear maze. I've le- anyway, it's harder <laughs> to get that across probably international lines. But. Okay, so how did you meet your husband? Um, so, oh, and I wanted to tell you, too. Yeah. Before, I, I told you earlier. Um, I, I, I did training in Tennessee, and they, and the class that they sent, mm-hmm. the people that were going to Bahrain, um, they sent us to a class called How Not to Become a Hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is a class. And if, if I see any of you and you want to, know how not to become a hostage just ask okay what are your like what are your three tips that you learned in that maybe height most don't be predictive predictable true predictable don't be predictable um take different ways to work leave at different times always check if you're going in your car always check under and around your whole car make sure there's no any weird devices or People. I feel like I've learned to look for people, but not devices. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> All right. And then any other? Oh, and then also I did want to say when I got to Bahrain, like one of the first things they did was give me a gas mask, one for my flat and one like your apartment? for work. Yes, my apartment <laughs> and one for work. It was like a chemical gas mask. Oh, my word. That is super intense. <laughs> Just for, like, for like chemical attacks or something? Uh-huh. Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were we were pretty close to Iraq, and, well, we're in a mi- Middle Eastern place. They didn't love, a, they didn't love Americans there, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that feels very much like just in case, just in case yeah. if you, you thought that, like, everything's okay. Here's your gas mask. <laughs> You're like, never mind, I am in a different country. <laughs> And a different world, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so then you started working? Yes, I started working, and um, a week after I got there, I went to a club with the other interns, 
And, um, and I was just, oh, I told you about the clubs too. So only a certain amount of Americans were allowed to go to these different places because they didn't want to make it um, a target. Mm-hmm. Oh. So if, if places allowed more Americans in than they were supposed to, then they took them off the, they took these places off the list of places that we could go because, <laughs> yes, they didn't want to, they didn't want us. Like a terrorist. Different like places be to become a target. target. Oh, yeah. yes. So, um, like how many people are we talking like five or 10? Or no, no, like a hundred, I think. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was at this approved club and I had learned after a week that the thing that would keep the guys away the most was this horrible look on my face. <laughs> this look like, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. Just go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and so I was upstairs just watching my my friends dance and stuff. And um, and I was wearing my face. <laughs> and this guy came by and said, "It can only get better." And I liked his accent. And I didn't feel desperation, like, leaking off of him like I did with most of the other guys around there. <laughs> so I asked where he was from, and he said he was from Scotland. And and that's uh, just dreamy. It is. <laughs> it is dreamy. And uh, even though everywhere we went was girls' night, so we always got every drink for free and stuff, he was like, can I go get you a drink? And I'm like, I can get you a drink for free. <laughs> So he, he, he was like, no, no, I'll go get you, I'll go get it. And uh, he got me two bottles of water. So Aww. he always says, two bottles of water and you were mine all mine. <laughs> That's so cute. So, yeah. So, so that's he, when you first met your husband. That he was is. Scottish guy. Yes. And he asked what was wrong because of my face. And, and I said, said like, oh, I, I don't know where my roommate went. So he was really, really sweet. And he was like, I'm going to make sure that you get home okay because um, I guess there was someone, a, a girl that had been assaulted by a cab driver a few weeks before. And and he was just really concerned about Aww, me. And yeah. Not, you know, not desperate to just be around a girl or whatever. Uh-huh. So I could totally feel that. And, um, and he... Got me home, okay, and then we ended up talking all night. Oh, and and then the next day, I thought he didn't need sleep, just like me. But it turns out, well, later I found out he needs sleep. <laughs> but that uh, he had to run to uh, be on watch on his ship. He had to like run across the base to get Aww. there in time. And, and then he worked his shift, and then he came straight back over. And I worked, and he came straight back over. And, and uh, we ended up, like, talking on, all night again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, and you had mentioned we had had a previous conversation about the phone calls. They were only allowed certain phone calls. Okay, so he was on the Minesweeper he was on the minesweeper ship. It was the first ship in. So the the war, they, oh, 
Okay, so the U.S. said, Saddam, if you don't want us to start a war, you have to get out of Iraq. And the king of Bahrain was like, come on over here. <laughs> We'd love to have you. <laughs> to Saddam? Yes. <laughs> but Saddam did not take that. <laughs> he didn't take he him didn't, up on that. He offer. didn't take him up on it. Um, so, of course, we started the war. And um, so Brad was on the mine street. Oh, his name is Darren, by the way. It's not Brad Bradley. Because that's my last name. Um <laughs> But he introduced himself as Brad, so. Um. <laughs> that's just, a random. Just, it's just because of the last name. That's what he's used to being called. Yeah, you know how sometimes guys call each other by their last name? Oh, yeah, and especially in the military. I yeah. Would think, yeah. And then they just kind of shortened it to Brad. Gotcha. So. Okay. So, anyway, um, he was on the minesweeper ship. So, he, they, they made sure all the water mines were out of the way. They were all, like blown up so that all the other ships could come in. Okay. That makes sense. And um, so they they took away all their phones and everything. They couldn't have any communication because they didn't want the communication to get, um, what's the word? Like espionage or espionage. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I just sat at home and watched the news and was like, no news is good news. But I would totally go after the, the uh, minesweeper. <laughs> if I was Iraq. Um, but, yeah. So, he he got in, and he just, luckily, he didn't have to stay there for a long time. They did their job, and then they helped uh, bring in, like, supplies and stuff. Um, and then he got to come back. But while he was sailing back, they gave each sailor a... Um, a six-minute satellite phone call so that they could call their families and be like, I am still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he called me with his six minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, no, you needed to call your family. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He called me. And then so and great. then he, uh, he actually bought six minutes from somebody else for 60 pounds, which was like, like $120 or something. Yeah. And called me again. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I was like, no, there's another guy that didn't get to tell his family that he's still alive. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yes. So he he said, uh, I heard bad things were going to happen in, Bar- in Bahrain. So he was worried about you. He was worried about not. me. Yes. So he wanted me to go home. And I was looking forward to seeing him when he got back. But... Um, got back to Bahrain, but yeah, he he wanted me to get out of there. And there was a bomb that went off, um, like 500 feet away from my flat. And like in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I lived just down the street from the, from the base Mm. and, um, just around the corner, just where the people on the base couldn't see, Mm -hmm. um, there was a bomb that went off there. And I didn't know. I was just on my way out to work. And I ran to the window to see, because it made the whole building shake. And and I ran to the window and looked out, and there was, like, rubble all over the road. And and the buildings, um, the buildings were all messed up, and the windows were broken. And there was, like, a fire. 
And, uh, and I didn't know what happened because I didn't see it. I did see like a white truck speeding away. And uh, <laughs> I feel like that's important. <laughs> oh my and, and around the corner was a taxi company, so that all the all the sailors and stuff they could uh, they could get around. Um, and all the taxi guys, I was just watching them, waiting to see if they killed over dead. So, like, wondering if I should go and get my gas mask on. <laughs> so you're looking for, you thought it was like, it could have been a gas explosion? Yeah, like it could have been a bomb chemical or, bomb yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. And um, and they they took forever before they finally went around the corner and they were just chatting away. And, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> they're not falling over dead, so I think I'm okay. And I called oh, them. I was man. like, should I, should I come in to work or... Um, I think they said no. It was okay. <laughs> How do you take this day off? Oh, yeah. Nice. So anyway, I ended up going home a little bit early, and from Bahrain, like from back Bahrain, to the States. yes. And uh, it took Brad about two months to sail back to Scotland, and um, on his way back. He bought an engagement ring in Greece. Oh, <laughs> and he he got he got back to Scotland, and he was there for like a day, and then he had three weeks off. So he came to visit me in the U.S. Oh. <laughs> and and uh, he we we went to Vegas and got engaged at the Bellagio Fountain Show because I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. It's fun. Show. <laughs> yeah. And then he he had to go back, and I had to stay because I I had my best friend's wedding. I was a bridesmaid, and so I stayed for a little longer. And then I moved to Scotland, where we got married. Uh huh. And we had a baby there, mm-hmm. and. And then when he got out of the Royal Navy, we moved back to Utah. Oh, so, so, so you have a Scottish baby. He's dual a dual citizen. That's oh, awesome. That's what I was going to ask is if he still had the dual citizenship. That's yeah. so cool. And we, the other two can get theirs too. We just, it's expensive. We just yeah. haven't done it yet. But it's going to happen. <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> And if I stayed for like one more year, I could be a dual citizen, citizen too. But no. How many, so how many years were you there, though? For almost two years. Oh, in okay. Scotland? In Scotland. Mm-hmm. Oh, love Scotland. Oh. <laughs> I can't understand what anyone's saying, but I just love it. <laughs> and they totally understand everything we're saying because they have so much American TV. Oh, for sure. But we, yeah, I had a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it depends on the part of Scotland, too. Yes, so true. different areas of it. I love so it So true. But, oh, yeah, but I love it. I love it all. Um my plan was when I was done in Bahrain, I was going to go backpacking around Europe. So I had my backpack and all my supplies. I was just going to have my plane ticket changed. I was going to meet a friend from London in in uh, France. We we're going to snowboard the French Alps. And then I met my husband, and he just he messed all that. <laughs> you had a, I he messed up all my plans. <laughs> For the better, I think. Yes. That's awesome. That's so neat.
awesome to hear more fun, inspiring stories from women like Kara. Um, make sure you click on the subscribe button and get them directly to your device every week and help us empower more women to adventure by adding a five-star review and sharing us with your friends and family. It makes us easier for ladies to find us at the podcast. And then you can always look us up online if you're not sick of us already on mountainmamas.org, M-T-M-A-M-A-S.org. And we would love to, yes, hopefully see you in our future. That's it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains. <laughs>